Good morning, Nicola. Good morning, Lincoln. How are you this morning, Nicola? Good as always. It's always, I'm like, always good. Say, good morning, Nicola. Are you doing this? Like My I'm nail just broke. My nail just broke and I was just trying to fix it. But I'm yeah. good, thank you. And you're always, oh, I'm good. Yes. Really? You're How the energizer you? bunny, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> so good morning, folks, and welcome to another wonderful episode of the Lemonade Lounge, where you get your mind, your body, and your money juices flowing. Yeah. My name is Lincoln Holness, your host, and this is my boss host with the Colgate smile. Show it. Come on, say it. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I'm your other host, Nicola. <laughs> yes, Lincoln. You see that Together, Colgate we would like to squeeze, to squeeze your, your lemons. lemons. Colgate, Colgate, Colgate. Colgate, 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 Colgate. You hear that, Colgate? Are you listening? You're listening now, Lincoln. (laughs) So, Lincoln, today's lemon is a continuation of Finances 101.1, your credit bureau. Last week, we were discussing your credit bureau, how to understand it. So, we're going to make some lemonade right now. Um, Absolutely. We have a special guest. We have a guest that um, just keep coming back. We keep bringing back because... (laughs) This is the financial guru, Mr. Roger. Here you go. Say hello, Mr. Roger, to the people. I guess they all know you by now. Oh, my gosh. Well, the third time's a charm, and thanks very much for having me back. I appreciate awesome, it. Awesome. We love having you back because your information is so meaty, and we love it, and it's helping me and helping many at, at the same time. So keep it coming, brother. Keep it coming. So, folks, thanks for tuning in and checking out another fantastic episode here. Nicola, take it away. Okay, so we're going to continue from where we left off last week. Um, One of the things that I wanted to mention was um, R1, R2, R3. These are um, descriptions on your credit bureau. Um, Roger, can you explain to us, like, what an R1 is and so on? Okay, well, before we kind of jump into that, let's just kind of recap what we touched on last week, just to bring everybody up to speed about what we covered. Um, So that's, yeah, so that we're not kind of lost. Um, I'll encourage everybody to kind of go back and have a listen to um, what we did last week, but I just want to make sure that we kind of um, start from where we left off last time. Um, So what did we cover? We covered... Um, you know, what a, what the credit bureau is, um, just a quick definition, um, the, the, um, the range of scores, what it means, and what actually, um, what factors go into making up those credit scores and how to actually go about managing the credit bureau or your credit um, score, or your credit rather, as effectively using a couple of tips. Um, making sure that the payments are on time, keeping your balances relatively low um, in comparison to your credit limits, uh, making sure that um, you maintain like a long history and what it means to have um, individuals in, make inquiries in the accounts and how many um, points that actually takes off your um, yeah, ads or takes off your, off your score and what are the, um, the things, um, the credit, um, the credit's, the creditors or the trade lines, as it were, um, that go into making up your credit score. So 
those are the basic items that we covered last last time. And I put up an infographic to just kind of illustrate what uh, um, what it is that um, that goes into the credit score and how it actually breaks down on a pie chart. And now we can move on to what some of the details of that credit score is. Um, so the call to your question was, are what are the uh, what are the ratings? Uh, what are our ones, our twos, or um, yeah, the spreading core meanings, yeah. Correct. Okay, so we have a couple of different um, 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 definitions. Uh, not definitions, sorry, um, categories. So your R just means that um, it identifies the trade line, the, the credit item that re that reports as a revolving item. So like a like a credit card, for example, because balances go up, go down. There are some other categories that um, that we'll see on the credit board reports, such as um, um, C, which means that it's a credit line. So it's either a HELOC or an actual or an actual unsecured credit line. That's that's relatively new. Um, they all used to be lumped under R, but now R is specifically for credit cards, and C is specifically for credit lines. There's also M, which means uh, mortgage. So if you have um, if you do have a mortgage. Um, that gets reported to the credit bureau, it shows up as an M1 or, or whatever the case is. Um, and the other category is I, which is installment, installment loans. So, um, so like a car loan or a personal loan, that shows up as an I, um, um, that falls under the category of I. And then the last category is O, which is like a, um, um, a utility. So your cell phone bill shows up as O. Um, so just um, so that we can identify what the categories are. Um, there's a rating for each category. So one, so it shows R1 if you have a credit card. R1 means that you paid your account on time on or on or by the due date, either in full or the minimum payment. So you always want to have it as one. Um, R1, C1, <coughs> excuse me, um, M1, um, O1, whatever the case is, whatever category um, of credit um, that trade falls under, you always want it to have it as one because it just um, indicates that you have um, you've fulfilled your obligation, you've met that obligation on or by the due date. Yeah, you're paying, yeah. you're making your payments on time. Correct. Now, if it, if you happen to miss the, um, that payment date, it'll go into your next cycle, which is 30 days. And it'll show up as an R2 or C2 or O2, whatever the case is. So that's um, um, will tell the reader that if, um, if something happened, something failed, um, something went awry, you failed to make your payment on time. It then goes into um, if a payment in full or if the minimum payments um, has been made and for the previous period and the, and the current period, then it will flip over to an R3. Which or C three, whatever the case is, which means that um, it'll start. You'll start receiving, you know, <laughs> uh, phone calls at odd times in the mornings. Hey, what's going on? When are you making your payment? Why aren't you making your payment? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And then our, it goes to R four at the, um, uh, which means that you're you're basically about 120 days behind. No, R four is um, 90 days late. R five, I believe, is 120 days. Sorry. Um, yes. Thank you. Um, so R5, usually R5, um, when it gets to that stage, um, it's um, in, in the hands of a collection agency or if, um, either outsourced or internal. And that's when we start having really significant impacts on your credit score. Um, and then there are other, it, 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 um, it skips um, R6. R7 goes into consumer proposal. I'm sorry. Um, nope, that's sorry. Correct. I missed it. 
R7 is consumer proposal. Uh, yeah. It's it's actually not. Um, it's consumer proposal with um, with uh, TransUnion. Um, R7 is also credit counseling with um, with Equifax. Now, credit counseling it's it's basically one step um, before consumer proposal or bankruptcy. They just want to make sure that there's a way that you can mitigate or make a proposal or make a statement to your creditors. R8 doesn't really get used and then R9 will, um, will count for consumer proposal and or bankruptcy. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Can you look confused? What's consumer proposal? So the consumer proposal, it's part of the Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act. It, arranged, it allows you to make an arrangement with your creditors um, with, um, with respect to a, a payment arrangement. So um, they'll the um, instead of um, instead of forcing you into bankruptcy or and instead of declaring bankruptcy, which will have significant um, negative impact on your credit for uh, up to seven years or actually seven years or more, um, you'll have you can you can make a and you can use one of these um, uh, debt settlement agencies um, uh, um, who will actually uh, make a proposal. They'll they'll put together a list of your assets and liabilities and send it over to the, um, to the credit um, to the creditors, and they'll say, okay, fine, you know what, um, Mr. Um, uh, Mr. X can't make his payment um, based on um, based on his income, but we'll um, we'll make a um, proposal to you to pay uh, twenty cents or thirty cents or forty cents on the dollar. Um, but we want the interest stopped, and we want them. We want to give them um, the opportunity to pay it off over three to five years. So uh, once the creditors accept them, this, um, your offer, then you're bound to that. Um, you're bound to those payment frequencies or payment obligation for that period of time. If you miss out on the payments, um, those obligations, then they can force you into bankruptcy, and it has um, other um, ramifications. So it gives the consumer proposal gives you a way to to um, um, to minimize or lower your um, your um, the amount outstanding, it freezes the credit. But during that time, um, your um, lenders are not able permitted um, to offer you credit until the settlement is done, which is usually about three to five years. So it gives you a way to kind of um, if you you know, you've gotten into a bad situation, it gives you a way to 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 remedy it. Um, within a period of time. And then after that, you should be able to come out with clean credit. Well, not clean credit. It should give you a way to reestablish your credit because at that point in time, lenders are able to give you, um, offer you credit products. So that kind of gives you the entire gamut <laughs> of credit from, um, from how to manage it um, um, perfectly into what would happen in the extreme in the extreme case where you've just kind of gotten over your head and um, life kind of comes at you at ninety miles per hour, or you have um, you have um, how do you how do you go about dealing with um, uh, with managing or fixing or, or bringing remediating in the, in the credit situation? There are options. It's just how do we uh, how do we navigate that landscape? Thank you. Okay, so another point I want to add is you might have a credit card. Your due date is on the fifteenth of the month, but you get paid on the twentieth. So because you get paid on the 20th, your payment ends up being late five days every single month. Um, a way to remedy that situation would be to contact your credit company and let them know that this is how you get paid and see if they could change the payment due date on your credit card. That is a possibility, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So I just wanted to let that be known that I have, a, I have a question here, Roger, um, yes. because we're talking about Canada. We're we talking about flat rules, Canada, U.S. Well, the um, so my knowledge and expertise extends mainly to to Canada. I can't, um, but mm. the yeah, because the um, the rules, the bankruptcy um, rules, the credit rules are a little bit different um, in the states than um, than they are here. Um, in Canada, mm-hmm. so I can't really speak specifically to what, like, I can, I can speak broadly to what happens because the rules are pretty similar in um, in most cases. Yeah. But, um, but in the states, they also have different rules that govern the um, different states. As yeah. No, because you've lived in the states for a number of years, so you know what 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 applies in one state doesn't necessarily uh doesn't necessarily apply in in another in, in other states um, in another state so they're not even though it's technically the united states it's not always yeah okay. <laughs> yeah but the 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 you know the 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 standard stuff is like you know make a payment on time all of those things gonna affect you yeah. negatively uh, because those are standard across the board anyway correct. with anybody yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, you want to make um the things that you want to remember, of course, is whatever it is, whatever credit um or trade line that you've been given, you want to make sure that it's paid on time or on the due date or whatever it is that's stated on the um, um on the statement. And um, to Nicola's point, she was right. If 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 somehow those dates are 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 misaligned, then mm-hmm. uh, you can generally reach out to your credit card um, company and ask them to change your cycle date. Um, which is when the statement actually goes out, and, and usually, depending on the credit card company, it's usually it's either um, going to be 15 days after the statement goes out, up to 21 days after the statement goes out for when your statement um, for when your due date actually is. So you'll need to um, you'll need to figure that out on a case by case basis. But those those things can those things can, can generally be adjusted. Usually, when we do when we do credit products, we, we usually ask the um, the, um, the borrower, or the clients. Uh, when their payments, like when when they normally get paid, or they get paid weekly or semi-monthly mm. or weekly, whatever the case is, so that way we can line up the payments to coincide with when they get paid. This is a nice, nice. Um, with with the COVID that is going around right now, there's a lot of people are at a loss with a whole lot of things, and so making payments on time might not be the thing for them for some people because mm. things have changed. Right. Um, millions of people have lost their jobs. Businesses are going out of business. Lots are in limbo. Um, I notice credit companies are, are issuing things right now saying that we're, you know, we'll work with people. But people in general are normally afraid to pick up the phone and call. Right. Um, because they don't want to hear no. They don't want to be rejected. Mm-hmm. Right. So do, do, what should they do? Do you think that? They should really contact their institution. Don't wait. Don't tarry. Don't delay. Go in and work and find a way to work this out before it gets too late. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, you, you definitely want to find out what programs are available. I mean, um, 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 in Canada, um, uh, pretty much all the finance institutions offered mortgage deferrals uh, for up to six mm-hmm. months. So you're able to defer your mortgage payments for that period of time. A lot of um, mm-hmm. and and in a lot of cases, um, a lot of the credit card companies were doing the same thing. You can actually defer mm-hmm. your um, uh, defer your payments, so that way your credit isn't uh, um, isn't negative um, negatively impacted. It'll show mm-hmm. it'll it'll, it'll uh, report as a natural 
there's a category for it for on your on the credit report. It's just a natural disaster, um, mm-hmm. which is how it, uh, which is how it shows. It's, it's not supposed to negatively impact your credit, but it's it's also supposed to be there to let any other creditor know that you've already take you've taken advantage of this deferral and that you're not really. Um, they shouldn't be going out and extending um, additional credits during this time. Um, now, at this at the, at the time of the recording, the um, a lot of the the mortgage deferrals have ended. Um, the credit card ones are still ongoing, but it's um, to your question. You should all you should definitely contact um, your finance institution, um, the um, the credit card companies, or whoever it is that's issued credit to find out what programs, if any. Are available and how best to go ahead and take advantage of them. Um, under the circumstances, it's not uh, it's not a bad thing <laughs> to uh, mm-hmm. to call in and inquire because obviously this is something that's gonna um, that's gonna it, it impacts all of us. It impacts uh, um, it, it impacts different people in the diff- in different ways. And people are we're here to ensure that we're, we can um, come out of this hole or intact or as best as we possibly can. And we're, we're, um, your finance institutions, um, lenders, creditors, whoever will want to make sure that um, they, they, they do everything that they can to assist in this regard. Mm. All right. On to the next question. We somewhat covered this before, but um, I just want to go over it again. Um, what's a good credit score? What's a good credit card? Well, um, in general, if we're looking at your um, your Equifax score, anything above, let's say, 680 is considered good. 680? Um, yeah. Okay. Anything, um, anything above um, 700, um, 720 with TransUnion is considered good. They, they're weighted differently because they, they take into account different things. Um um, well, generally speaking, while their their the calculation method or the algorithm is roughly um, roughly the same, they, they add um, um, they add different things into their matrices to to generate different scores. So it's not going to be the same. You might have a seven. Um, you might um, sign up for a company called like uh, Credit Karma, for example, and if um, and they might they might give you they might give you a um, like an 800 score and you're thinking, oh yeah, wonderful. We have uh, this amazing score where we're, um, we're at the top, but it's a, um, but what people don't realize is based on a transunion report, which automatically has a higher score than what your trans, what your Equifax is because not everybody reports to transunion and they have a different matrix. So if you're going into a finance institution that pulls, um, that just uses your, you know, your Equifax, that 800 might actually end up being like, you know, um, a 680 or six um, um, or 700, and depending on what their criteria is, they might not. Uh, it, it, it's um, it, it may not um, get you to where you need to be. Most of most um, finance institution have um, um, approval matrices based on um, what your score is. So, for example, you might qualify for a higher credit limit if your credit score is higher. All right. Uh, um, we might, whereas with um, with a lower credit score, um, you might credit um, you might qualify for a thousand um, for a thousand dollar credit limit. For example, with a higher credit score, you might qualify for five hundred uh, for five thousand. So there, there. Um, um, so what what's 
generally speaking, what a good credit score is to answer your question, it's um, anyth um, anything in around the 680 to 700 range or more. Um, but it's, um, it's going to depend on what you're applying for and what the lender's um, guidelines are for, minimum guidelines are for that particular product. So, but Ro Roger, <laughs> Roger, this is, this is, um, but this put customers at a, at a disadvantage because if Equifax is reporting one thing, TransUnion <laughs> is reporting one thing, um, then that can cause issues for people. We, we are at an advantage as a consumer in it because um, why should one, shouldn't they be reporting the same thing? Shouldn't they have similar scores um, offering? Because if, 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 I go to, if, if I go to TransUnion, or if I say I have, if a company pull, I'm applying for a mortgage, for an example, and they use Equifax, but I applied for, I don't know, credit card of the bank, they use TransUnion, then I, I, that can be fooled, tricked, right? Because I might get turned down for the mortgage with a high score because TransUnion have a different score. No, but there are more things that they would look at besides your credit bureau, Lincoln. Yeah. No, I know, but but they also is that impact your interest? Your so, rate. Um, so yes or no? Shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. That's why you want to use a broker. <laughs> Shot the market for a number of different lenders. But th that is that aside. Um, yeah, you definitely want to one educate yourself, and that's what we're doing now is making uh, make, making people aware um, about the um, relevant items like going to your credit score, and also how to check that information, how to make sure that information is accurate. So you want to um, um, you, you definitely want to at least once a year um, obtain um, that your your own credit bureau on yourself, um, and you can do that from by, both companies. Yeah, absolutely. Both, absolutely. right. Okay. De definitely. Yeah, that was going to be my question. How do you go about getting a copy of your credit bureau? Yeah. Yeah. From both companies. Yeah. From, from both from both companies, you can use third party mm. services like I mentioned Credit Karma earlier, or um, or a number of different places. But the best place to actually um, go ahead and get um, get the information is from the source. So you would um, you would um, you know, um, you. Um, going to, you can actually do this online by going to Equifax.ca or TransUnion.ca and requesting a copy of your credit bureau. Um, now you can. Um, they, Is it free? There, so there are not. There are multiple versions. There's a free version, which gives you basic information. There is a um, there's a there's an enhanced version, which gives you the credit score, and then there's the um, there's the gold package, <laughs> <laughs> which gives you monthly credit monitoring that tells you like gives you alerts to let you know um, exactly who's checked your credit, um, you know any um, any um, any changes, and that's that's actually not a bad service to have, but of course you're gonna pay for um, um, that additional service, right? Um, yeah, you exactly. used to be able to. You used to be able to get it um, free once a year. Or, I know yeah, that, but, but exactly. now what? Yeah. Now they charge you, and it's your information. They're charging you to give you. Incredible. It's a business. It's a business. People have to make money and pay employees. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. So yeah. So like I said, the free version just gives you basic information. It tells you, um, you know, what um, what your what your trade lines are, how long you um, how long you've had the card. It'll give you um, even your ratings, the R one to R nine on the different trade lines. But it's not going to give you your credit score. 
right? Which is how, um, which is the one of the most one of the important things that a lender looks at. So you're not going to know what your score is and how, or how um, that information is being interpreted from um, um, from the perspective of a lender. So um, that, so that's the free, but it will tell you if there's any inaccuracy. So if there's anything that's being reported that um, that's that's been either closed, and we'll get into that in a second, how to fix inaccuracies. Um, if there's anything that's been closed or if there's anything that's um, that's reporting inaccurately or if the balance is incorrect or whatever the case is, um, it'll show you that information on the um, on, on, on the free version. So that's still based, that's still that's still good and it's still valid information. The um, the, the the enhanced version where you actually get the score, um, that's um, um, so there, um, there's a cost to that I think it's like 20 bucks or something. I'm not quite sure. Um, and then there's the there's the monthly package, which is which will give you alerts and all of that um, wonderful stuff, bells and whistles. But the free um, version should give you enough information to determine whether or not that information is accurate. You can get that once a year. So, um, what I what I did before years ago, I had gotten a copy of my credit bureau, and on my credit bureau, I realized I had not one, not two, but I had three American Express accounts open. Nah. Yeah. I'm loaded, eh? <laughs> yeah, loaded, girl. Yeah. Did yeah. I send Some, your black but card? I really didn't, so I had to get that correct. What happened yeah. was, I think um, a card was lost in the mail, then they issued me another one, mm -hmm. and there was a problem with it, then they issued me the correct one. But all three of them were reflecting on my credit bureau. Yeah. So... That, that's actually a good segue because it goes into the point that I wanted to make about how do you go about correcting inaccuracies? Um, you know, um, the credit card companies or lenders, they're supposed to report the information monthly and it's supposed to be accurate. But sometimes what ends up happening is that, well, they don't do it or, <laughs> or it gets missed or it gets overlooked or whatnot. So, um, <clears throat> so th if there's anything and uh, in, in the same, uh, similar to what, uh, what, so what you just mentioned, Nicole, about you know, discovering uh, three, um, uh, three, cards. Cards, three MX cards that, uh, that weren't um, reporting cor um, correctly. So what, um, what you would do in that case is um, they actually have a mechanism for you as a consumer to report inaccuracies. Um, you know, rather than trying to fight with um, with American Express or card, you know, credit card companies to fix one mistake, um, which um, which there's benefits to doing that, but the, um, but if you've ever had to do it, it's a little bit tedious. Um, the other way to do that is to just make a report or make a, um, a submission to the credit bureau yourself, um, indicating, you know, what the account number is, um, um, and what does, what the circumstance um, describe the reason for the inaccuracy. So if it, if it was something that was paid, but it's still being reported as, um, as having a balance, and you will say, here, listen, this was paid on such and such a date. They might ask you for proof um, of saying, but you'll send that in, and then they can use that to correct or amend the report to correct that inaccuracy. And we do that all the time. They'll ask, um, they'll ask for, there's a form that actually just, um, that you'll complete, and they'll ask you for ID um, to, to obviously verify that it's you um, and your file. And if you did, in fact, um, obtain a free report, It'll give you a report number, um, and you'll just I have to identify how you discovered the information, and, and from which report, so that they can reference your file, and then they'll they'll correct it on the next cycle. Mm -hmm. Thank usually, you. Information. yeah. Usually, if it's the um, if 
if it's a situation where the payments and the bank has made a mistake with respect to your payments, they can go back and do what's known as reaging an account, so fixing it and um, and making sure that the information is being reported accurately on the credit bureau. But it's um, it's but we also have that mechanism, or we also have that tool available as consumers to make um, corrections or um, adjustments to the report um, once 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 you've been verified and once you have proof of that information that's not being inaccurate. Uh, once you have proof of that information being inaccurate, I think we're not as consumers um, not you know proactive enough when it comes to things like that because <laughs> we tend to trust that the people who are reporting report correctly, right? We <laughs> tend to trust the big boys, right? right. <laughs> we tend to trust the credit bureaus, right? Um, that they're going to do the right thing. We're not thinking like what Nicola just said. It's a business. It is a business. And business doesn't always do the right thing. Yeah, they in, do the in for all you. Cases, they do the right I mean, thing. You got to trust, but verify. You know. That's yeah. The so it's important for you to do here. this. It's important for you to take the time and go through this process, right? Because uh, it's um, it's only going to help you, and it's keeping track of your stuff and monitoring your stuff, anyways. So that's this is the reason why I wanted to discuss the credit bureau because a lot of times we hear people going into the bank. And they said that they were declined because they were black and yeah. given an opportunity. So now you can get a copy of your credit bureau, see what's on your credit bureau, right? See if you've been paying your past creditors on time. Mm-hmm. You know your income, you know your debts. And based on that, you should be able to figure out if you can qualify for a $500 credit card, right? Mm-hmm. So um, get a copy of your bureau. Next time you're declined, you'll have an idea why you're declined. And if everything is good on your bureau, your income is good, then you have a reason to think that you're being discriminated against and you might want to talk to somebody else about it. And if you go into one bank and it happens, you might want to try a different bank, right? Mm. Yeah. Until you that's find a good, one that you're happy with. Yeah, that's a good point that um, knowing your debt, the credit bureau will show you everybody you owes. Right, so it will kind of give you a tally of your debt that's outstanding. Am I correct with that by saying that? Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay, that's so right. that's a so that would that's a that's an advantage of getting your credit report. Big advantage because now you get a, a tally of your the amount of money you really owe to people, and you can just work on chunking it. You know, from there on out, right? You know, so. Yeah. Also, um, you had mentioned last week that um, actually, can you just do a, a quick recap for us, Roger, of companies that actually report to the credit bureau, like your cell phone company, so that we have an idea because we might think, oh, this is not going to be on my credit bureau, so I don't need to make the payments, right? Yeah. So okay. So yeah, and how? And how? And yeah. While you're explaining that, can you also add to it? How much weight does utility and cell phone carry on your credit report? Maybe you can add that to it as well. Okay, awesome. That's actually a really good question. So, mm-hmm. two things. One, um, so while while most um, companies or entities will use utilize um, credit bureaus, um, not all um, companies report. So, for example, um, your 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 um, your finance institution, credit union, bank, trust company, um, car loan um, company. Um, if it's an independent con- if, it, if it's an independent that's um, uh, that, that's issued that loan, 
um, your credit cards, um, of course, lines of credits, um, and cell phones. Um, all of the utilities, sorry, all of the cell phone companies will will um, will report to the credit bureau, like on a monthly basis, with respect to your payment history, um, how you're making your monthly payments, etc. Um, you 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 mentioned how which ones have more weight than others. Well, in they, well, they all technically they all have the same weight in terms of your payments, right? Because obviously you're you know you've taken you know, you've taken credit from them in some way, shape, or form or another, and the expectation is that you're going to make your payments on time. So the payment waiting part of it is is is, is um, pretty much uh, the same across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do find, however, is that the your revolving accounts, so your credit cards. Um, and lines of credits because they demonstrate um, behavior um, um, on a relative uh, on a monthly basis. You have the ability to um, increase and decrease the amount of um, access so you have or the amount of credit that you utilize on a monthly basis. Those tend those generally tend to have a little bit more impact on your credit score because it um, 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 because they they show be- um, they show behavior. They show how you manage and utilize your credit. Um, from time to time, so that because of the impact on um, on your um, your drawdown or your, your usage, that's that's going to be more um, that's going to be more towards the capacity. You know, if you go back to the um, the, the if you go back to the um, uh, to last week's uh, the previous episode where I was on. We have um, um, your payment history being 35% of the weighting that goes into your score. The capacity, which is your measured as your balance in relation to your credit limit, as being about 30% of the weighting that goes into your score. Um, 15% are your um, um, are your your um, the history, um, your trade um, of, of how you've been or how long you've been reported, um, the, uh, the different types of accounts and. Um, your inquiries account for about 10% of the weighting each. So you, um, so you can see the payments generally are um, the same across the board, they have about the same weighting, but the revolving accounts, your credit cards, your lines of credits, because of their, your, your ability to impact, um, 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 go up and down in terms of the balances, will have an impact on the capacity, which will have a greater um, impact on the actual score itself. So if you if there's anything that you're going to manage and manage um, particularly carefully are your revolving accounts, because you're you're because with everything else you're just going to be making the monthly payments and those come out of your account generally on an auto, um, automatically, um, in, in in a lot of cases in some cases people pay um, um, elect to pay the um, their cell phone bills um, independent of having the money come out of their account automatically. That mm. would be a bit of a mistake because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, as you know, people we tend to forget certain things unless it's programmed or unless it's automatic. So if you mm-hmm. happen to have um, one of those um, accounts where you pay yourself because you want, um, as you should, you want to check the, the bills to make sure that you meet the calls that you haven't, uh, um, that people haven't. Uh, um, run up your data or haven't run up your uh, cell phone bill or whatever the case is, however your billing is before you make the payments, you should always make sure that um, in addition to make, being that diligent in terms of utilizing or figuring out um, what the usage is, you should also be as diligent in terms of making the payment because it'll have an impact on your credit score. Mm. Now, now, the, um, now the, the, they will... Um, 
both Equifax's and TransUnion's, and I'm sorry to, to kind of geek out here a little bit, but um, Equifax and Credit Union um, and TransUnion will have a different weighting in terms of how much they're going to apply your 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 utility, your cell phone bill to the score relative to um, relative to Equifax. Um, mm. So that, that that's going to account for um, in in uh, for the most part the difference in terms of the score that you're going to get with TransUnion versus what you're going to get with Equifax. For the most part, mm-hmm. um, all of land, all finance institutions um, will report to Equifax. Not all finance institutions will report to TransUnion. Right? There's um, you mentioned before that this is a business. There's a bit um, there's a cost to to um, to the finance institutions who pull and obtain um, those current reports, but there's also a cost for them um, for them of utilizing um, these bureaus. So, you know, the, um, the the finance institution may decide, okay, well, it's, it's more people use Equifax anyway, so I'm just going to report my information to Equifax and not necessarily pay for mm-hmm. additional service and convenience of having to report to the transunion. So that that may also account for the uh, for the disparity between the, between the rates between the uh, the scores. Mm. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Mm. So excellent. So, mm. so are you going to say something, Roger? Yeah. No, I was just. I just wanted to make sure that that kind of sunk in because there was a lot of information that I gave just now, and I just want to make sure that uh, okay. that I that I covered um, uh, your question. And if there was anything else that kind of sparked from the question that I uh, um, that I just uh, from the information that I just touched on. Yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. That's um, that's a simple and and. The um, the thing the bottom line is is that it's good to keep uh, to to get your credit um, report keep um, keep track of what your your pay your payment is. If you're not able to do it, don't shy away from picking up the telephone and call because they are willing to work with you. The only time they're not willing to work with you is if you're going to hide in. <laughs> so don't go into hiding, okay, and hide yes. from the phone. Because don't think you're on death, people. Yeah, a, a, a lot of people think that, well, if I don't answer the phone, then maybe they will stop calling me. <laughs> no, don't let them call you. You call them first, and Lincoln, they will work with you. That's yes, what madam. I was going into. I was going to ask you, what did you take away? What's your sweetener for today? Those are my sweetener. Um, don't let them call you. Um, call them first. Don't shy away from it. And um, I really like the, 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 what he just explained regarding the, the utility. Um, the TransUnion versus Equifax, that is an important thing takeaway for me because um, I want to know why TransUnion is reporting a higher score than Equifax and, um, and how is that impacting me? So now I, I'm armed with this information. Mm-hmm. I can ask the creditor, who did you pull my report from? Did you pull it TransUnion or Equifax? And if they said, well, Equifax, they said, well, why is TransUnion have a higher score for me? How is it you're, you know, asking me for all these additional information when if you go to TransUnion, then I probably won't need to give you all this additional stuff you're asking for. But anyways, the bottom line is that knowing this, I'm armed with more information. So good points, Roger. I appreciate um, all of these things here that no, you just no. discussed. 
No, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's important, and it's um, there's a lot of information that I go over with uh, with uh, with my clients or anyone that I, that I work with um, mm-hmm. because it's it's it's, it's you know, it impacts everything in our life, our credit. Um, Absolutely. You, know, you, you can't get a cell phone without a credit card. Well, I mean, like mm-hmm. you can, but it's, it's, uh, it, um, it'll cost more and it'll, it's probably only a pay-as-you-go plan. Um, difficult to rent yeah. a vehicle. I mean, like technically you can rent a vehicle with, uh, without a, without a credit card, but you have to put like, you, you have to put up a sizable cash deposit. Um, so it, you know, you can't, um, you know, it's difficult to rent an apartment or, um, or to do a lot of the, um, our day-to-day things. It's such a credit driven society. And a lot of mm-hmm. people, we tend to take, um, take for granted the information that's, um, that's, that's readily available to us. You know, um, yeah. uh, to help to, to proactively and to, you know, um, uh, meticulously manage our um, 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 our credit, so so that we can actually have, um, so we can actually function in society. The the, the, the truth is, is that you know, um, because this this is this is the um, um, we, we on an early episode we talked about um, we talked about savings as being the foundation, the uh, the credit management of the credit and being able to show that you've can um, um, you know responsibly manage credit and um, um, is, is the next pillar of the uh, of, of, um, of creating wealth your credit um, is um, is impacting on your buying power um, a lot of people may not necessarily have the um, um, and I'm, I know certainly we don't um, have the um, have the cash available to kind of walk in and here, <laughs> you know, um, um, purchase uh, purchase a vehicle all cash, or um, purchase a, um, a property all cash, or um, go in and um, buy a bunch of um, stocks or investments all cash. So a lot of it is gonna um, is gonna come down to um, relying on or utilizing um, leverage uh, credit effectively. And the only way that you're gonna get credit is to demonstrate that you're able to manage the credit that you currently have effectively because that's going to impact our that's going to be your buying power that's going to show how much how much um, that's going to demonstrate to somebody who um, who we're going to um to borrow you know um 50 80 dollars or million dollars um that you're able to um to um to honor your commitments you're going to maintain your obligations you're going to follow through on your monthly payments and make sure that you mm-hmm. keep, um, that you're that you're going to keep the accounts current so that it, you, you can keep borrowing right mm-hmm. and with leverage you can create wealth. Yeah. Thank you. Powerful That's exactly point. Exactly what I wanted to say. Mm, powerful point. There's one other one other thing I wanted to mention real quick here because as you're speaking, it comes to me is that um, knowing your outstanding debt is is vital, right? Because once you know the numbers, then you can work with them. And a lot of people are just doing random that don't know they're outstanding. If I mm. ask them right now, how much? What's your total outstanding debt? They can't say it's 10,000, 5,000, 20,000, because they don't know. It's all a guess. The credit report will give you that total outstanding debt because you, each one will show you um, your balance owing, right? So it's a great thing to go and pull once a year so you can start chunking your debt because you'll have the outstanding right there. All the stuff that reports will be right there on the credit report. So um, good point, Roger. Um, Nick, I'm going to go pull mine. When we're done here, <laughs> you, you mentioned before. I'm before not, you I'm go, I'm not kidding. You think I'm joking? Okay, before you go, you mentioned chunking the debts. We didn't we didn't cover off like so. If you have a bunch of debts, how do you now? Um, how do you? What's the best strategy? How do you go about um, paying it off? Um, That's the next episode. Yeah. 
The, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll 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 see. So we, so we got to bring be, you back. You got to come be, back. This will be. No, the, but I think you be. might have a point, Lincoln. Just maybe you want to just say something quickly that might be useful. Yeah. Before we okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finish your point. Yeah, yeah. All right. So detail. Basically. It's the next episode. Yeah. Okay. So start. Start yeah. with the. Um, start with the smallest. Um, the lowest outstanding. The that with the lowest outstanding balance. I mean, it may not necessarily be the the um the um the highest interest because obviously they, they tell you, um, conventional wisdom is to pay your highest interest debt first, um, but. It may um, the highest interest that may not necessarily be what um, what you, um, what you owe the least of, but I find the most of, one of the most effective strategies is to is to pay off the lowest um, outstanding balance first. Not necessarily the highest um, interest, and it, um, it, sound, it may sound counterintuitive, but it, but psychologically it has an impact where you see that you're making progress with yeah. respect to eliminating um, eliminating one outstanding debt, and then we move mm-hmm. on to the next and to the next. Um, obviously, if, there, if there's an opportunity to consolidate them into um, your highest interest debt into a lower interest debt, so we can start managing it that way, great. But if that doesn't exist, then the, the next best thing is to start with um, start with the um, the lowest one, pay that off, make some progress there, and then move on to the next one, into the next one until we get um, until we're able to until we're able to tackle it. You know, Confucius nice. once said, "The best way to eat an elephant is one bite, one spoonful, one bite at a time." time. Just an analogy. It might taste delicious too. You never know. <laughs> I think <laughs> I can make a good soup with a trunk. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or, or some money. You know, somebody will buy it. <laughs> you're, you're, he, he's food, your money. Yeah, wow. Either way, it works. Food and so, money. You know. Roger, thanks again for joining us. Would you like to share your information on how people can contact you? Yes. Um, reach me on uh, oh, um, Instagram. At, oh, actually, on Facebook. Uh, Roger Mr. Mortgage. Doc, sorry, Roger Mr. Mortgage Grub. Um, or on Instagram at um, Roger Mr. Mortgage. Or um, at... Uh, reach out to Roger uh, or reach out to Roger or hashtag reach out to Roger I think I'm trying to memorize and trying to condense all of these (laughs) um, Instagram hashtag social media best way to reach me is uh, my my phone just uh, 416-821-9634 I have it on all the time and uh, people can reach out to me at any point in time and I'm always there with answers thank you very much that's that's 416-821-9634 9634 9634 folks okay we'll put it we'll also put it at the at the bottom there in the in the section description section you can um, get to have access to Mr. Roger here and he'll help you with all your mortgage needs I'll also share with you the information um, of how to reach out to um, to Equifax and TransUnion and just to kind of give you a quick I'll send you over an infographic um, with respect to the difference between the uh, with, between Equifax and TransUnion, how the score applies, and what's considered good, fair, that kind of thing. Else, I didn't have my awesome. I didn't have my I didn't have my computer with me. I didn't. Um, uh, I would have shared, shared that uh, shared my screen, but I'll send it over to you so you can post it for your guests, for your listeners. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. No problem. Nicola, so take us away. Again, I'd like to thank you for making lemonade with us today. Be good to yourself. Be grateful for all that you have because you do have a lot. Until next time, folks. 
Our, we're out.